podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello and welcome to this Foot Weekly podcast. This is a special episode focused on gameplay for FIFA 23. We have with us two gameplay producers, but first of all, I'll introduce my co-host on this podcast, Air Japes. Welcome. Thank you much, Ben. Uh, exciting little treat uh, for us, for me, to you know really grill these guys about the mm. upcoming changes to the game. So you know, I'm doing my evil in right now yeah yeah looking forward to it and i'll introduce our two members of the gameplay team that we have with us and the first one is sam kovalev who is the gameplay team lead producer welcome to the podcast sam i'm, I'm glad to be here but uh i wasn't expecting grilling <laughs> <laughs> well we've got a lot of good listener questions to get through i'm not sure we'll get through them all but i hear you both may be able to come back in the near future so we'll get into plenty more of them then um, but for now let me introduce the next guest on this podcast, Tom Kalefi, also a gameplay producer, and I believe the main man on the gameplay pitch notes. Yeah, that's right. And Sam, if you want to learn how to get a grilling, you should join me on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is it? At Tom Kalefi. Tom Kalefi. Yeah, yeah, nice. Tom, it's great to have you on as well. Actually, I think the first thing we really should do, keep it nice and simple and give you a chance to dive into something uh, you really like straight away before we get into the grilling uh, and give something that you're excited about people getting their hands on, maybe your favorite feature that's going to be added for FIFA 23. This is something that listener Joe was asking about, actually. So let's start off with you, Sam. What is your favorite feature coming to FIFA 23? So the my favorite feature is uh, Power Shot. Uh, and one mm. of the reasons is uh, not only it's like it looks great, it's cool, it's some of the uh, never seen before animations in the game, it's super powerful, it's something that we always wanted to add in the game, and it represents the... Uh, uh, the authentic motion from real life, but it also have a very nice uh, design concept of the high risk, high reward. So you kind of need to plan ahead. Uh, it, it requires a little bit more time for you to, to prepare, to, to wind up the animation, but it also requires a more precision. But the outcome and the result is uh, truly, truly astonishing. And I really like that it comes uh, in a good balance by itself, but it also provides a very new additional viable option for the players. So I see if my opponent is uh, parking the bus, suddenly, you know what? I have a new tool to counter it. I have enough time in the world to uh, prepare for the power shot. And this additional option, additional viability is uh, something that I truly like in FIFA, that there's so many tools. There's a versatility, flexibility of how you can uh, approach the game and uh, power shot right now is definitely my favorite. When you're adding, you know, essentially the power shot into the game here, I'm curious how you think about tweaking and balancing from the start and then how you think about doing it into the game cycle. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of things we go we use to balance it, but one of the main things and it's particularly 
how I design a lot of the game is that um, the power shots are more manual. So you cannot just mm. aim anywhere and get a perfect power shot. So you really need to be more precise and meticulous with your aim. You need to think about executing a power shot, right? Because it's not, like Sam said, you have to have the space and you have to have the proper aim. So it's not like any situation is okay for a power shot. You also need mm. to think, like, the ball isn't coming in a crazy way. Can I really pull a power shot off? Maybe, maybe not. Is this really the best situation? Or should I just stay safe and do a, a low shot, which is one of their new mechanics? Or should I just do a normal finesse, right? So it is really about finding where to use the power shot. And that's kind of what we try to balance. It's not for every situation. Mm. So we've got power shot, which is manual shooting. But semi-assisted shooting has had some changes as well. Tom, do you want to talk people through a bit about that? Because there is detail, of course, in the pitch notes. There is with all of this stuff, but uh, you may have a bit more to share than we can see there. Yeah, so we had a um, semi-version of shooting in the past, but we decided to rework the mechanic to reward players that can actually manage to aim well during the game. So the idea Mm. is that even if you aim at the same precise spot in the assisted that in the semi, the semi will be more precise. But at the same time, semi is also, it can go to the corner shot, right? The corner flag. So it is that thing that you have to practice a lot. But our goal really with the semi-assisted shooting is that a high-level player that wants to be good at shooting, that wants to perfect and be a master of their shots, to use semi instead of assisted. Because Mm. if you aim well, the shot will be more accurate and precise. Hmm. But it, it is a really powerful mechanic that will give players who want that next level of skill an advantage in a in a way. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And then is that something you identified, Sam, as being a concern that shooting, I guess, if it's got any assistance involved, that it is then something that is maybe more down to the randomness of how the player's attributes impact the shot and things like that. Is there a, a need to make it more skill-based shooting? I mean, there is time finishing, I guess. I think like this is a great question, but the answer is that the when we trying to de- design uh, and improve FIFA gameplay, we always think about all our players, uh, players who play comp- competitively, players who play in the career mode, and we have a, a very wide range of the skills and the preferences and the play styles in the game. And we always we know that the people, uh, different players, they they want different things. Our pro players, the most skillful players, they always want a super fast, being able to change the path at the very last moment. Uh, being able to kind of be in the full control, but sometimes it comes at the very demanding skills to do those. Uh, but at the same time, we also want the the initial experience to be more welcoming, more engaging, more user-friendly, for easy to grasp by the new players, by casual players. Uh, that's why having the options for uh, having like a more assisted option, having the semi-assisted options is always a good way to balance and tune the feature that it's uh, kind of utilizes the preferences of uh, our different uh, player cohorts. Hmm. And it's just the semi-shooting in the past was not really adopted uh, as an option by itself because it didn't really provide the significant uh, like rewards for using like a, an extra skill. Hmm. And this year we created this to trying to see 
and hopefully uh, feel that the our skillful players will uh, find it as their kind of the go-to uh, approach, go-to setting, uh, because uh, it will have a significant risk uh, risk reward uh, combination that uh, would allow them to uh, succeed more in the game. The interesting thing when trying to take a sport and put it into a simulation is oftentimes, you know, you try to apply science to art <laughs> in some ways. You know, I'm curious when you think about going from 22 to 23, how do you go about deciding on whether or not a feature is worthwhile to add in? Well, I think that the uh, uh, every f- new feature that comes uh, within our team, it's, it is born during the uh, uh, our creative brainstorms when we're discussing in between uh, the players. And sometimes it's really hard to pinpoint to the exact location when the a certain idea was born on how we actually kick-started the whole machine. Because a lot of times we do use uh, the lots of uh, reference videos and we're inspired by the things happening in real life. And there's lots of signature, uh, long, uh, powerful shots uh, that uh, happen in real life. And some of those videos, we always were thinking about like, well, that would be so cool to have those in the games. But we know like it, when the player approaches for those super long shots, you kind of see it from, from afar for this long wind-up animation. And then you came up with, okay, if we have this, how we can balance in our game, how we can implement this. And then there is also another part of the problem statement, uh, if you want to name it like that, that, as I was mentioning before, sometimes if the opponent does the uh, parking the bus and you are in the midfield, it feels like there's no much you can do with the long shots, especially like at the times that there were so many blocks mm. uh, happening. And I feel like this uh, power shot brings the uh, counterattack to that. So if you want to defend against the power shots, you need to step up and uh, no longer crowd uh, mm. the penalty box. Yeah, I've tried it out and it was very fun to use. As I mentioned when talking about it on the last podcast we did on gameplay features, did end up hitting Rose Ed many times and often it went for a throw in initially, um, which is just a, a thing about doing things manually and you realize your aim maybe isn't what you thought it was. We got sidetracked, but I wanted to ask Tom, what is your favorite feature that is being added uh, in FIFA 23? Well, since since Sam stole one of my favorite features, which is the power shots, I'll steal the one that he worked on. And I have to say technical dribbling. Mm. For me, it's I've always loved dribbling and I always loved guiding and controlling the player. And I'm a systems kind of guy, so I, I always identified issues or not issues, but maybe like a lack of uh, uh, ways to move forward with your dribbling. But now this technical dribbling, it kind of revamps the whole system and sets up the the dribbling system for the future. It's like we basically revamped the whole tech and now it's a really good foundation to build on for years to come. And it's it just gives you a great different feeling when you're controlling the, last, the left stick. You're basically guiding your player and it's fluid motions and you're dribbling without relying on flicks or anything, I can get past defenders reliably without actually relying on skill moves, which I'm not very good at. Maybe some fake shots, but not normal skill moves. So this technical dribbling gives me that control and perfectly 
like maneuverability that I mm. need, right? Because I'm a passing guy, so I love to kind of get a turn and find a crazy space to pass, which the other dribbling sometimes maybe would have taken longer to do that turn, or I would have to flick to do it. But now I can just kind of guide my player, and he will turn while I can already be aiming and do like a crazy amazing pass. So for me, it's it's the beginning of something that is going to change our game forever, I feel like. Yeah, absolutely. I uh, also feel like the uh, the new technical dribbling, uh, it comes as a, as an innovation that uh, in the beginning will uh, feel a little bit different mm. because the way the way the whole fundamentally it's built and the priorities for for to choose what's the next motion is quite different from what it was in the past and it will take some time for the our players to get accustomed to it but uh, I feel like there's a several things regarding the new uh, dribbling mechanic because it's a foundation for the future too. Uh, that really excites me. So first of all, with the new technical dribbling, the system always tries to find the best possible uh, approach in a specific context. So let's say even if you play a little bit of FIFA 23 and you look at the on the same type of the gameplay in situation FIFA 22, you will see so many new animations and like different visual variations happening because of the slight different, a little bit of slightly different angle, the defender coming up close. And it's uh, this kind of the on the spot, on the fly, trying to find what's the most, uh, uh, what's the best animation to to actually to turn is uh, truly as the, the visual uh, freshness uh, to the game and the dribbling. The second part that I'm uh, also excited about the dribbling is that the uh, you need to understand that fundamentally the new system prioritizes the movement, the continuous flow of the player. So we're trying to see like if the uh, the player tries to go to and turn 90 degrees, what will happen in the future? And uh, every touch goes um, in the wide turns, on the 180 turns, you will see that the the player you, you control will uh, dribble the ball, will touch the ball, and already kind of push even further in the direction of the next pad input, and your player will accelerate much faster, will exit faster than he would uh, uh, he or she would use uh, exit uh, in the past. Because let's say you do the lots of 180 turns in the past, dribbling-wise, were kind of like two touches. The first touch would stop the ball, and the second touch would kick it in the 180 direction. Hmm. And now you will see that this year there's much more 180 turns with one touch and like continuous movements. And uh, this is really something that you can notice if you play against the uh, world-class legendary AI on the high difficulties. Uh, oftentimes, uh, if you play against the CPU AI on this, those high difficulties, it's really hard to uh, kind of uh, create space against them because they were really good at marking you. And the only way you can kind of uh, uh, break that pattern and create chances was to kind of pass back uh, or perform a skill move, or uh, perform like tiki taka, pass, pass, pass through balls because AI is kind of uh, really good at staying close to you. But this year, with the new technical dribbling, I can uh, uh, catch them off guard. I can uh, create some additional space with the kind of planning ahead my movement. Like I know, okay, I'm going 
to the left and I'm going to the right. So you once you understand how this system works, get a hold of the new technical dribbling, you can uh, do certain things that were uh, definitely impossible mm-hmm. to perform in uh, last year. Yeah, it was interesting because in my experience trying it, I felt like I got some really incredible fluid movement because once you start thinking about the way a player's body moves with the ball and try to emulate that as you direct the player it does feel extremely responsive and you can get movement that you didn't previously get but on the flip side previously you may have done a really sharp 90 degree turn that wasn't actually very realistic but did feel responsive and now you're having to look at more realistic ways of dribbling to make those movements so it felt good but it felt like it was going to be something to learn yeah yeah so when when we're looking about the okay so we're about to turn 90 degrees we take into account so many different parameters like uh, how much time it will take to actually touch the ball what will be the pose of the player during the movement how quickly player will be able to kind of accelerate for the next touch mm. coming up after the exit so we only not only prioritize this exact moment or when you're going to touch the ball, but also what will happen next. Mm. And you will see that uh, in general, you can say that in those turns, your player will uh, kind of push the ball and kick the ball a little bit further. Mm -hmm. So that's different compared to the last year. So let's say in the last year, uh, you could do some uh, angles, but the ball would still be a little bit relatively close to you because you would lose that movement speed, Mm. that movement momentum. Uh, okay, yeah, I see. I know I shouldn't use the word momentum because of all <laughs> no, the con- con- no, no, con- no. conspiracy theories, but I'm, take- I'm talking about the movement momentum. Physical so momentum. Moment- physics. Physical momentum, yeah. So physical exactly. momentum. If it's moment- if your movement is like uh, the speed d- decreasing and you actually kind of stop and the- during those turns, mm. of course the ball will be a little bit closer to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we create this kind of the fluid movement, that allows you not to lose too much on those moves because if I'm uh, if you see the players in the real life and they sprinting or just jogging at the high speed with the ball and they they anticipate I'm going to turn ninety degrees. Mm. There you think about this. Okay, how I'm going to do the touch in such a way that I will just lose a little bit of speed at the moment when I'm touching the ball and I'm doing the turn, but I'm trying to lose as little as possible, this kind of the kinetic energy of my body Mm. and like maintain movement. And this is how the technical uh, dribbling works. Uh, Of course, it's it's much more complex uh, than this, but uh, just think about this momentum. Yeah, Yeah, I think that does make sense because there were certain situations where I would receive the ball with an attacker and I felt like I could guide my player through a gap in defenders, which previously I wouldn't have been able to, sort of using the runners existing momentum and the ball speed yes you're taking touches but you're not taking touches in the same mechanical way that you were previously doing it in FIFA 22 there's a a way of using that momentum as you say to guide the player through gaps and take advantage with dribbling which maybe wasn't so used before you might use a lacrocata or something instead yeah i feel like there could be everyone can uh, create their own kind of new uh, scenarios there will find uh, a particular usage yeah, yeah. i like to go a little bit to the side and then uh with this momentum quickly cut uh, inside to the center to create like an one extra uh, space for me so then i do have enough time for the power shot mm. so that's something is uh, cool to see and we also think about let's say in the past 
um, the uh, there was a regular dribbling and, for example, the yeah, yeah. agile dribbling that keeps the ball a little bit closer. But the difference was not that uh, prevalent and big. And you would say like, oh, but the, uh, the regular dribbling is already like good at that, keeping the ball close inside the box, for example, when it's like multiple defenders around you. But the new technical dribbling truly can uh, catch your opponent off guard. I'm I'm excited to to test that out, and I think you know giving people more tools is important. I know one of the I, I guess frustrations that people have shared though has been on more of a you know I guess AI side defensively with the defensive line dropping deep. I, I guess mainly on next gen. It, has there been any focus on addressing how that interacts? And I suppose is like a follow up there and in the same vein sometimes certain defenders would track runs way back and the other defenders wouldn't necessarily react to that i think i i have like ptsd of my youth coaches telling me how to keep like defensive line and so having the individual defender track some runs while the rest of the team doesn't react is something that i know i found occasionally frustrating yeah so for the depth tactics we worked a lot on it even before in neutral depth the line would be back and we noticed that, but now in 23, if you have a neutral depth, for example, the line will hold higher than last year and will not sit on the six yard box. Like we tweaked the whole depth system. Mm. So the extremes are different now, but even the neutral one should push, should sit way higher now. You will definitely notice the difference, but the depth is also something we worry about a lot. So we'll keep monitoring that and tweaking that throughout the year. If the need arises, but we did do a lot of work on that to make sure that the game plays better this year in terms of positioning and defending. And I would add that the, uh, uh, in particular, uh, we also improved the kind of the uh, uh, position of the depth line, uh, kind of maintaining its uh, value and that what's designed position on defensive line against the direct passing on the offensive side. Mm-hmm. So let's say if you think about Pivot 22, a lot of times, even if you put like a certain values for your defensive depth, it will be a highly like influenced by the direct passing set by the offensive line. Uh, and uh, this year, this is much improved and the def- defensive depth is more secure, uh, regardless of if it's direct passing or not set by the by the opponent. Yeah, it makes sense. One thing I wanted to add, and is probably one of my favourite features that I've seen, I noticed neither of you mentioned this, is the new free kick taking system that's for multiple different set pieces. And the fact that it's, I guess in a way, gone back to a similar thing to what it was before, where you can choose your spot on the ball to take the kick. It's a really nice addition. It feels satisfying to use. And I was just wondering what persuaded you to make that change considering i guess it felt like that system had been moved away from multiple but first of all like you cannot jump on me saying like oh you didn't mention uh, uh free kicks as your favorite <laughs> feature but you, you gave me only one choice yeah uh, maybe my second choice would be the uh, <laughs> the free kicks yeah like they all are babies they all are like uh, <laughs> close second, great yeah. uh, great features uh, when it comes for the for the free kicks, uh, there's multiple like problem statements and objectives we set uh, early on uh, for the feature, and um, I can mention them also. Uh, one of the objective was to make the system more easy to to grasp, to understand for uh, 
uh, our new users, casual users to make it more engaging. So when you uh, get the free kicks, you are excited and you don't lose your excitement the next time you get to the free kicks. And we know like the free kicks uh, in the past years were, uh, they were quite hard to to actually score. Mm. And every time you would score, you would uh, capture a video, uh, you would... Uh, uh, send a message uh, to your friends, post it on Twitter because, like, it's it is hard, and it was uh, hard also to kind of score consistently uh, with uh, them. That would require like um, very, very. You need to be really skillful mm. at those uh, at times. Uh, again, if we look at the the whole population of uh, FIFA players, and we wanted to make the system that it's more accessible, more user friendly for the casual players, and this is in the new system. It's designed in such a way that uh, if you just start with the free kicks and you even if you just use your uh, left stick and power the shot, uh, you will get some good outcomes, like good opportunities, scoring chances uh, versus a goalkeeper. Of course, you cannot like you won't be able to to exploit and uh, easily score from them. Mm-hmm. But even like without using the the right stick, even the default like kind of version of the free kicks will already create some nice chances for the new players and the casual players, which is great for them. Mm-hmm. Then the uh, we also wanted to create enough design space and uh, opportunity to scale up with the skill uh, of uh, our players to reward them to being uh, skillful and understand how the system works. And this is where the right stick comes in place. You can kind of exactly create the trajectory uh, you want to do, and uh, this year you will be able to perform some of the shots that were literally impossible to do the last year. Like, uh, let's think about the long uh, uh, Trivella shots uh, uh, from high powers from Roberto Carlos. Mm. That was impossible to do uh, last year. This year you'll be able to do it on demand, and this ability to control the spin more precisely literally creates a multiple... Um, uh, scoring opportunities uh, and the variations you can uh, approach in each individual free kick, which means even as a defender, uh, as a defender side, now I know like, oh, you actually you can go for kind of the both near post and the far post for the goalkeeper corner and whatnot. And in the past, from certain positions, there was kind of only one viable choice how to perform the free kick. Mm. Another pillar of the new system actually powers this new mechanic is that system as a whole is following the concept as like uh, what you see is what you get in the sense that uh, it doesn't have any hidden rolling the dice uh, that alters your input. If you kind of recreate the same position, same situation on the field, and you will uh, do 100 times in a row, same exact inputs and the aiming, you will see the same outputs. You will see exactly the same trajectory. So, which with means with the same stats, on with the, the same stats of the player, of course, you will be able to see and learn how to be better at the free kicks and understand how the system works, how to recreate exact shots to be like in full control. Mm. Players now in full control of the outcome of the free kicks, and that's why the uh, um, there is now several fat moments related to the free kicks. Uh, there is uh, free kicks skill games, something you can practice with. Uh, and there is also a new feature that now you can practice free kicks in uh, practice arena. Mm. So you go into practice arena, you go to the options, 
And there is like a special mode when you can place your player at the like designated position. Uh, it will create auto create the wall uh, of uh, two defenders, four defenders, depending how far you are from the from the goal line. And you can actually practice the free kicks and uh, find that kind of create this uh, mental and muscle memory uh, and understanding how how uh, how it works. And you can truly become a, a master of the free kicks. You are in full control now. Yeah, it's exciting. I've been someone who has always, I don't want to, you know, big myself up too much, but has consistently scored free kicks every year, no matter the system. So the fact that the system is going to be better and people should have more control is pretty exciting to me. One thing I was going to mention on practicing, though, you mentioned the importance of a player's stats because things like curve, I guess, have an impact. If I'm going to practice, should I take a player and edit their stats to what they would be an ultimate team to try it in the practice arena because I guess with chemistry boost perhaps special items you kind of want to be using the exact player you're going to be using in game to practice I've always found I feel like when you go to the practice I would say it's more to to learn and understand the dependencies on your power shot so for example if you see the trajectory the preview trajectory it's a preview trajectory for the kind of the default half two bars uh, on the power graph. So if you power a little bit more, the uh, the trajectory will be higher than that. If mm. you power less, the trajectory will go b- below that. So even if you recreate your player like you have in the ultimate team in the practice arena and like learn from the uh, one spot, next time you will have in a game, you will be a little bit like to the right or to the left in a different position. Mm. It's not something that you can pinpoint to the exact recreate situation so you need to learn like the craft how it works like in general mm. uh, on the same like get, get some practice i think on that unfortunately we're going to stop for now but i know we're going to continue this discussion hopefully on next week's podcast i know we talked about a lot but there's a lot more to talk about too so i'm looking forward to that plenty of questions from listeners to ask too Tom, it's been great to finally get you on the podcast to talk gameplay thanks for coming yeah thanks for having me i'm looking forward to coming again and so many more things to talk about like give tips on passing and clearances and things you you have no idea how many juicy nuggets i have for the future (laughs) looking forward to that and sab of course thank you very much for sparing the time coming on the podcast as well it was great to finally join the podcast uh it was my first time here i felt the uh the infamous grilling and (laughs) I'm uh, looking forward for the next grilling and I would be happy to jump into specific questions. I know we're like, I mean, Tom, we like to speak at length at the certain features just because we are so passionate and excited about the things uh, that we do on FIFA gameplay. And uh, I hope that we can uh, Mm -hmm. help uh, your listeners to, to know more into details. What's the mindset behind, because at the end, we're doing these games for, for our community and for the players. And we always like their feedback. What's the frustration points? And we all know, we all have like some frustration points coming here and there. And we're always trying to, to fix them. So uh, looking forward for more grilling. Yeah, more grilled nuggets coming up soon. That's right. <laughs> um, thank you very much to Japes as well for coming on this pod, asking some questions. I know you've got some more. I know the listeners have some more. So looking forward to getting into that very soon indeed thanks japes yeah cheers ben and of course thank you very much to all you listeners out there for listening along if you enjoyed this and haven't yet subscribed please do so via all the usual podcast platforms spotify apple Podcasts, etc and also on youtube if you're watching on youtube do leave a like 
drop a comment and thank you very much to those patron supporters who keep this podcast going your support is so greatly appreciated and a big thank you to those icon patrons dave b coach vass chris w dj fifa player hugh j steve c matt l alistair alan g anthony r dominic rob p l jeff b christopher r Stephen f michael tom b damon h nick jack m eric t roger d alex m dan w sila p matt h Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, at Pace of a Tortoise, Brian S, Andrew C, Sam K, Jake G, Michael P, Zach O, Springford, Patrick, Dominic G, Adam HC, Adam R, Andy H, Joe W, Dylan, Orion B, Mindor L, and Tim J. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. Before I leave you, just one more thing to add, though. FIFA's a bit like life, really. It has its many ups and its many downs. If you're having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice, support, or even just a friendly chat for anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, have a good one, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today, because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network.